Is it okay for you to be really good at more than one thing? And can you even be known as being good at more than one thing? We'll find out today on this episode. Welcome to the show. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Two women, one mission to break through the BS of business, money, and mindset so you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride. G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent and welcome back to Breaking Breaking Through the the BS. I don't think that I'll ever get too tired, maybe at episode 100, but we've still got quite a few episodes to get to to get to there yet, haven't we, Ray? (laughs) Absolutely, Pauline. Alrighty. um, We'll have fun. (laughs) We are having fun. Uh, One of the things I wanted to share with the listeners today is uh, a theory of life that I have that every time I share it with people, like when um, when we were doing the spiritual healing and, you know, teaching people to tap into the intuition and things like that people liked it back then then I've shared it with copywriters and marketers and people that I mentor and they all like it and then recently you convinced me to share it as a a knowledge nugget and I uh, did yeah that's um what's a knowledge nugget Ray just tell the listeners oh just quickly it's uh your weekly email which has been described by many people as a marketing seminar in an email Mm. because it it's usually about four to five pages. Not 45, just four, four to two, five pages. Um, but the good news about it is Pauline only emails you once a week. Yeah, so, I've only got one really big thing to say a week and that's about it. And usually I don't sell in them either. So, you know, it's all content. Yeah, all perspective, knowledge and uh, wisdom. So if you want to get hold of that, um, just check out the show notes at the bottom of this blog on the website yep and it's all there so if you want to um sign up but anyway back to the uh the the theory of life and recently i shared it as one of my knowledge nuggets and it went off like a frog in a sock you know everyone um loved it and i had so much feedback both on facebook and you know as people you know coming back to me through email and um just saying that they loved the perspective so we thought it was an obvious thing to share early on in in the podcast series Um, and so the theory I want to share with you is the glitter ball theory of life or you can be a disco ball it doesn't matter we know what we're talking about we're talking about those gorgeous round things with a million mirror tiles on them that basically refract light or reflect light that's shone upon them into the world and usually there's some sort of dance beat that it's moving around with so it's really quite funky so the way this came about as a theory was you know like people will often say that they're like a diamond you know they sparkle and things like that and I don't mind being a diamond but diamonds don't have as many facets or sides to themselves as as what I think a a glitter ball does so that's why I chose a glitter ball as, as the metaphor for this theory of life and also and a glitter ball doesn't need to um go through so much pressure like a diamond does just to get one or two facets yeah exactly and they're actually like um assembled and put together and I feel that I've been assembled and put together not necessarily like 
ground down and you know like polished up I'm still quite unpolished in some <laughs> aspects of my life really no really <laughs> I'll just oh. pick you up off, off the floor right <laughs> but um as we said we're keeping this podcast raw and real so you know expect real humanness in these these uh, podcasts so why I, I describe my life as a metaphor of the uh, of a glitter ball is it allows me to know that I'm allowed to be more than just one thing. A glitter ball is multifaceted. It has so many different mirror tiles that all reflect light in their own individual way. And that's the way I see that I am as, as a human and as a person. So the way that I react and, and interact with my mum is different than the way I behave with my dad. Um, same with my sister, brother, everyone, you know, that's around me. So these are all a little different tiles. So the light comes, bounces off me, and then I re- reflect that light back to my mum in a different way than I would to my, my dad, to my partner and everyone else that's around me. So there's that aspect of the glitter um, ball and, and like the mirror tiles that you are an individual in the way that you reflect that light back out into the world. Yes, so I guess um, just to interject there, um, what I get from that, Pauline, is I um, get that you're saying that you're not one-size-fits-all people. Definitely not, yeah, no. Um, that you, you don't have to be one-size-fits-all. So yeah. you, you can be a different person for different people yeah. in different situations. And you made me think about something. This is this is the way we talk, um, and, I, and I'm glad it's coming out on the podcast because we tend to bounce off each other a lot. And one of the things that I notice is people will say that someone's inconsistent. but And so they might actually think that I'm inconsistent in the way that I deal with people, but I'm actually consistent with the way I deal with individual people, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it comes down to that. Um, context and uh, um, in context or help me out <laughs> I've lost it Rele- relevant it's... relatable um... yeah oh don't worry we'll we'll come back to it yeah okay we'll no, just leave that in um... yeah I'm happy to leave it in too because this this is the thing you know like this is real conversations sometimes you get stuck sometimes you, you don't know what you um talking about no what you don't what you want to say so um going back to being the same consistent thing for individual people i think it's um good to know your audience this is this is a powerful marketing message in the fact that like um you don't talk to everyone the same way you know like um you know if i was out and about with friends and army friends for goodness sake you know i heaven forbid heaven forbid (laughs) you know like i'm swearing like you know a sailor i could actually make a sailor blush with the things that will come out of my mouth i don't say that with pride i'm just saying that you know there is a time and place for everything it's an appropriateness so if i was out with you know military friends and they're swearing then I'm going to probably behave like them and, join and I'm, in. I'm going to join in and I'm going to swear like a champion. However, if I'm at a business meeting or if I'm um, hanging out with my Christian friends and they don't swear, then by golly, I won't be swearing. Far out, Brussels sprout. <laughs> I won't even say that because you know what? Swearing and cuss words don't even come into the equation when I'm with those people. So that's why I see myself as a glitter ball because I'm able to reflect the light and be what is required in that 
environment it's kind of like a chameleon but chameleons are you know a little bit too complicated they with the way they work so <laughs> the way I see myself is just as is that simple glittable and I think that's really important to remember and, and you can be many things to many people but you don't have to be everything to everyone exactly and that's that's the discernment that I, I, we want to share here yeah I, I guess um just relating that back to um a business concept um this might throw you a little bit, but I'm going to throw it in. I'm sure it won't. <laughs> um, remember when we were first starting out in business and people used to tell us that we needed to have um, an elevator pitch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we only had to have one elevator pitch. Yeah, that's a one-size-fits-all. Exactly, it? it is. Yeah. And actually, you know what you're doing when you when you have just a one-size-fits-all, you know, like approach or solution to, to life? You're actually insulting the individuality of the person that you're trying to fit into a box, aren't you? I think so. I, I think you are. Mm. And I actually... Certainly not respecting their situation and... Um, their experience their and experience where they and are. Where, where they've come from. Yeah, I mean, if you if you spoke to everyone like they were a beginner because um, there's one beginner in the room, then that's not going to help anyone and it doesn't help the beginner to progress further than they are there. So I think individual communication and conversations is very important and this is part of that whole glitterable theory of life don't treat everyone the same it, it's insulting and it's demeaning because you're not taking into consideration any of their life experience they've had up until they yeah. met you well that brings into play um the behavioral flexibility as well absolutely Oh, yeah, exactly, because, you know, some people are just one great big mirror tile and they go, you know, stuff it, um, I'm just going to speak to everyone the same way. And we see it in business. We see the people who are intentionally polarising and, uh, you know, they swear and everything like that and they go, you know, my vibe attracts my tribe. Well, that's okay, but what happens if you're the if you're only known for saying cuss words and swearing... What happens when that grows old and tired? Do you have to up the ante to a new swear word? Or do you, you know, like what's after the F-bomb or the C-bomb? What's after the C-bomb? Nothing. The Z-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever word's next. But, I mean, the thing is that, you know, there's only so many cuss words and there, there's like a, a scale of severity in them. But, you know, once you get to a certain level... Um, like in Australia, the C-bomb is quite prevalent. Like, people say it a lot. So it just doesn't have the um, effect or the, the um, I don't know, the energy that it has like in America where if you say the C-word, it's like you have just committed a, a horrible offence. So, you know, this gets back to the glitter ball that if you're just one great big mirror tile reflecting to the world the way you want to reflect, well, that's okay. That's you. That's your, your big prerogative deal. Yeah, that's fine. But if you're in a situation where maybe you have to be something a little bit different, then you may not have that behavioural flexibility to be able to do it. And I guess, Ray, in many ways we're actually blessed because we learned this in the army. Oh, absolutely, Pauline. You know, I was an officer and, um, you know, I was constantly reminded as a young lieutenant, Pauline, there is a time and a place for everything and now is not the time nor is it the place. 
and you you eventually like learn what is acceptable what you can get away with so like you know when the the other high-ranking officers were in the in the mess officers mess with you you would behave yourself you would watch your p's and q's you wouldn't swear like a, a champion sailor but as soon as they're out of there like it is like all bets are off and we are just being little animals and that that's what we do but then when we're at work with our diggers and our soldiers or our subordinates we are well, an yourself, officer. Carrying we yourself are, to a higher standard. Exactly. We are exactly what those guys expect of an officer. Well, well, maybe not exactly what Not they exactly, but ha- however, there is a caveat on that. If people treat other people like crap, then they will behave like crap. So True. this was one of the things in the army that often happened was that soldiers would treat officers like crap officers would behave like crap back to the soldiers and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and the cycle never ever breaks so it's that whole setting low expectations and people are more than happy most times to to live down to them and to deliver on them yeah so back to the glitter ball all right so um the way i see it is that we're glitter balls we can be um good at many things we can be many things to many people as i said but don't try to be everything to everyone the thing about um, life is that people will often try to label you and put you in a box, but it's for their convenience, not yours. Oh, definitely. Mm. So that, yeah, it's that they can, to a degree, control how they relate to you. Exactly, yeah. But boxes are for cats, labels are for clothes, <laughs> and uh, as humans, we shouldn't insult other people. So um, it's... When someone tries to put you in a box or a label for their own convenience, that is like a great big warning sign for me. It's like a great big red flag that goes up. And I, I think, why are they doing this? Is, is it for my benefit or their benefit? And if it's only for their benefit, then it's selfish and it's actually, it tries to cut off my um, intuition and it, it starts to change the way that I see myself. And especially if I allow it to happen, Ray. Yeah. And and I did for the longest time, and that's what you know this this podcast is all about is talking about what we've done and how, how we got, overcome it, yeah, how and how other people it. can avoid that same BS. And BS is not always bullshit; it is also belief systems. So don't let it happen to you. Don't allow other people to you know dim you or take your shine away, and certainly do not do it to yourself. Um. Another point about the something that's often said, and it, and it makes me laugh because you and I reframed this perfectly, I think, a, a number of years ago, and that's the whole jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none. <laughs> and it's like I used to really get upset about that because I have such a curious brain. I, I like to try so many different things. And you have so many favourites. <laughs> I do. Like, ask me what my favourite song is and I'll do a list of, like, 20. And that's just for one genre. <laughs> So, Absolutely, you know. So yeah, I'm just I just You're love eclectic. I am well. That's a very polite word. Thank you very much, Ray. It's probably the nicest thing people can call me. But anyway, I'll I'll sit with you eclectic. Yeah. So Ray and I actually reframed that whole thing of jack of all trades, master of none. Was we changed it to jack of all trades, master of tons. Yeah, because or who, heaps or heaps, but I, it it rhymes. Yeah when you say master of tons. tons. Um, but the thing about it is that it allows you to step up and be good at what you want to be good at. 
because I'm a, I'm a huge believer, like if you believe in God, creator or, or whatever divine, you know, power outside of yourself, whatever, whatever you believe, you would not be given these gifts, abilities and talents if you weren't meant to use them. I, and, you know, like people say, God-given talents, like step up and own them and stop trying to give them away. And one of the things in Australia that we tend to do is we tend to lock things away and uh, so that other people don't feel bad about themselves, which is a really negative thing to do. And it, here's the thing. When you try to make other people feel better by you feeling bad about yourself, it doesn't work anyway. No, everyone just feels bad about themselves. Yeah, and that's up to them, though. The True. The way you feel about other people is entirely up to you. So, like, I can't say Ray made me upset, happy, sad, joyful... That was my decision at a at a deep level. I decided to do all those things. So when people say, oh, you've offended me, the person has said something, but you've been triggered by it. So yes, they've said something, but your response or re- your reaction is on you. And I think that's important to know in this day and age because so, we've got so many people pointing the finger at other people with three of their own pointing, pointing back at back. them. So start to be accountable and start to work out if, like, Ray does something and it triggers me, yes, there could be something there. But I tell you what, there's only one little bit in the equation of, like, four that, you know, I've got three other bits. That's all me. Um, so, with the mirror tiles, we have many different mirror tiles and keep them shiny. You know, don't dull your shine so other people feel good about themselves. Me, at the moment... I'm doing lots of different things. And I, I think really jack of all trades, master of what you apply yourself to. Well, that's it. And I think also it's um, about bringing in the gift, what I call the gift of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go against um, some concepts where they say you can have it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I believe that you can have it all. And at the same time, I believe that you can have it all over time. Yeah, don't have to have it all now. Don't have to have it all now because Mm. if you're attempting to do a little bit of everything now, then you're really not going to be able to master any of anything. So um, what I do is I'll limit myself to, um, say, taking on three three new things at a time. And or if they're particularly... Um, technical or difficult then I'll limit myself to one one new thing and get give myself the time to um, practice it understand it um, utilize it and master it to a level where I can then just maintain it Mm. and once I'm at that sort of like second second nature level then I can add something else into the mix yeah and then I use it as sort of like a stepping stone. So over a period of, say, 12 months, I've mastered three or four different complex complex things like, say, podcasting, <laughs> back-end logistics. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a couple more months and that'll be uh, second nature to me. Absolutely. Well, you you made me do that, didn't you, you I did. years ago? Um, because I have, as I said, I've got such a curious mind. I, I like to experience life, you know, to the fullest whenever I can. Like for what I'm interested in, I will go down the rabbit hole until I can touch that rabbit on the butt. That's what that's what I do. Um, you know, I take on a, a new craft or something like that and I'll just buy everything that's associated with that and then I'll, you know, get into it. And Ray, years ago, 
saw this as a behavior in me. And so then when I wanted to learn copywriting, which I'll get into in another episode about my origin story, it was like, why did I want to do that? But how far do I want to go? Well, I want to be the best copywriter I can be. But if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do all my arts and crafts. I'm going to, I wanted to do a doctorate of metaphysics. um, Metaphysics. Yeah. I wanted to, to do a whole other things. There were five things that I wanted to do. And she said, Pauline, you're spreading yourself way too thin and you're not going to do any of those. Any justice. Any justice. So if you could only choose three, what would you choose? Actually, yeah, it was three. There was my jewellery, which was a side thing. There was to be a really great healer, to to continue on that, but that was sort of on the maintenance level. And then there was the copywriting and marketing. Now... To let you know how far I've gone with copywriting and marketing, basically I'm being trained by one of the best copywriters on the planet. He's he's my mentor and uh, I've been trained by most of the, the top copywriters on the planet. Um, so the thing is that I concentrated my efforts on that one pursuit. Now, is that going to be it forever? No, because next year I will get up to a level of maintenance with my copywriting skills and then I can still continue to learn and grow and, you and know, tweak, test, and as they say in marketing, test and measure. Yeah, and pat the bunny because yep. I've made friends with the bunny down the rabbit hole, but I don't have to climb down the rabbit we hole anymore. don't have to stay in the rabbit hole. Like a bunny, you can climb out that's, of it. That's true. So I followed that all the way down, but there's other things that I've dropped along the way, but I know that I'll get back to later on, and that's if the interest still is there. But... What I've done with my jewellery is that I have mastered one technique and I'm really bloody good at that. And to, to say the least. To say the least. And that's a big thing for me to even say that. That's a lot that I've, I've gone through to even be able to say that in public, you know, to the two listeners that we have out there. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, Mum and Dad. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Mum and Dad. So, but the thing that I really want to share is that do it over a lifetime. Don't do it in just one day. What do they say that we underestimate we overestimate what we can do in one day but we underestimate what we can do in a lifetime yeah or words to that words to that effect that that's the pauline's perspective version of it so get some realism there know that you can be more than just one thing like when i started to evolve away from the being the the healing teacher um i was on facebook at the time and people were saying well what are you a copywriter or a healer and it's like well why can't I be both exactly but in the minds of other people I couldn't be both so then I had to choose one but you know what that was only publicly on Facebook that's just one media that's one outlet I still do the healing stuff and I still do which is more mindset evolutionary stuff that I do with people help them get through their limiting beliefs and 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 things and I also am proficient and I'm excelling at copywriting so that's what I do I publicly looks like I chose one but everywhere else off Facebook it's clear that I, I do both well it's sort of like you're you're walking around carrying a um, kit bag f- filled with lots of tools or mm-hmm. uh, in the military would say uh, uh, an arsenal mm-hmm. um, 
that you can reach into and grab out the appropriate tool for the appropriate situation. Exactly. Instead of like carrying just one hammer around and thinking that everything's a nail. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the, the glitter ball theory of life is really, for me, what it's about is just allowing people to know that they can have a well-rounded life. You can be a mother, you can be a sister, brother, you can be, well, not necessarily <laughs> a sister and a brother at the same time, that's difficult, but it's not impossible, I could guarantee you that. But um, just be what you want to be, is for goodness sake, you know, stop putting yourself in other people's little boxes, stop ref- um, confining yourself. Yeah, because life's all about actually enjoying yourself. Exactly. And excelling at, at what you do well at, and if you like doing something give yourself that gift of time to improve and get Mm. better and be more masterful at it and if you don't like what you're doing now why are you doing it good point if you don't like what you're doing find out what you do like to do and then go and work out how to do that and how to make money out of it and people say easier said than done i agree And and that's about fear and at the same time, you don't need to burn your boats. Yes, exactly. To start something new. Yeah. You can start something on the side an hour a week. Yeah. An hour a day and build it up, make it sustainable. And yep. then you will eventually get to that crossover level where you can say, actually, this new thing that I'm doing is providing a financial um stability stability for me that i can Mm -hmm. can finally walk away from that other thing that was causing me a lot of stress yeah you don't have to do the the cut and run you can do the transition like a smooth transition and that's what we've done so uh but we'll talk more about that on our time optimization show yeah definitely and the and chain shows and things like that all righty well i think we've um chewed your ear off enough this time listeners um we could go on all day about this topic to be honest because um this is one of the things i think where ray and i have actually excelled in life because nothing says you you have to be the same thing for the rest of your life you know ray started out um in in a profession that she's no longer in i i did the same thing with um, nursing um when i started nursing people thought i would be a nurse forever i thought i would be a nurse forever um i'm not I'm not even registered. I'm, I should join like nurses with no qualifications. <laughs> but it, maybe I'll start that agency myself. But um, anyway, so thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah, thanks. Okay, bye. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Come on over to BreakingThroughTheBS.com. That's BreakingThroughTheBS.com. And that's where you'll find all the episodes, all the transcribes, and all of the show notes. And remember, if you like the show, subscribe and leave a review. And let all your friends know about Breaking Through the BS. We'll catch you at the next show. Bye for now.